Hello and a big warm welcome to you. Welcome to the Aware Parenting Podcast. My name is Marion Rose, PhD, and this is the first of the episodes that is just me on my own. Uh, you might have read Lael's post or read mine, hearing her news that she is moving on to other pastures. That's a funny thing to say, isn't it? So sending lots of appreciation to Lael and all that she's done t- for and with and in the Aware Parenting podcast. And looking forwards, this is going to be taking a bit of a new direction. So I have ideas for interviews, conversations, I prefer conversations rather than interviews, with lots of new guests, including Aware Parenting instructors, parents, people who are bringing Aware Parenting into different fields and avenues where babies and children are cared for as well as more well-known people. And today's episode is something that I think is so, so important and can often be really overlooked, particularly when you're really aiming to parent in an aware parenting way. And that really is all about reducing stress for parents. I imagine you have noticed the difference in your own parenting between when you are feeling really stressed and stretched and overwhelmed, you've got a lot on your plate, there's a lot of things that you're juggling, and what that means in terms of how present you are able to be with your child or children, in terms of having capacity to do attachment play with them, let alone things like offering loving limits and listening to their big feelings, their tears and their tantrums. It's so much harder, isn't it, when we are in a stressed state. And I wonder if you can remember times, you might be feeling that at the moment, where you felt really calm and relaxed, maybe really present in your body. Ah, That might have been time where you've had a holiday or perhaps you've had a lot of listening. You might even notice this when you've perhaps been through a big emotional process yourself and perhaps you've had lots of time with empathy buddies or an aware parenting instructor and you've had some big, big cries and you've really released a lot of big feelings and perhaps you feel this spaciousness inside yourself and this beautiful presence that perhaps you go back into your child or children or baby or teen afterwards and you just feel this lovingness and this spaciousness and this calmness and the ability to be really present with them, to... Do some one-on-one, non-directive, child-centered play or to listen to their feelings, just to really enter into their world. So what I really want to remind you is that when we are feeling stressed, it's really normal and natural to find all these things, the core elements of aware parenting, really difficult. It's really normal for that to be hard. And the other thing I would love to say too is to really invite you to drop what I call the guilt sticks, the self-judgment sticks when you are feeling stressed. If you have listened to the episode with Gabon Mate, the, the last episode that Lael and I did, you would have heard him talking about the, the toxic culture that we live in. You may have read his amazing newest book, and if you haven't, I highly recommend it. And if you're already familiar with my Marian method work, you'll know I talk about the disconnected domination culture. And 
You might hear some little puppies moving around in the background. Hello to the puppies. That's part of the busy life, isn't it? <laughs> Do you have pets? Do you have animals in your home? It's, it's a busy life. Anyway, let's go back to the DDC. I call it the DDC, the Disconnected Domination Culture. And as Gabor was saying in that episode, the DDC is set up to actually make it really hard for us to be able to offer to children what they really need. It's hard for us to give them the amount of, well, it can be really hard for us to be able to give them the amount of presence they need, the amount of connection they need, the amount of play they need, the amount of listening they need. If we lived in bigger communities with lots of uh, generations all together, there would be many, many people children would have many secure attachments they would have multiple secure attachments and so if they needed someone to be with there would be many people so if we were stressed or we were busy or we were doing something else there would be many other people for them to go to so often I really like to remind parents that so many of the things that we find challenging are actually because of this culture it's because of that emotionally because of also what we've internalized but also in really practical practical terms I really remember when my children were younger and sometimes I'd just be wanting to get out to go to the shop to go to go and get some food and sometimes they may not have wanted to go and just the whole thing of getting into the car and putting seatbelts on getting out of the car and so many places shops and and especially shopping centres are really such unfriendly places for children, often really overwhelming, busy, lots of people often. So the whole thing can make it really, really hard. I wonder if you've ever felt really powerless in those kinds of situations. Or, of course, for so many people, there's, there's school and there's jobs and there's needing to get out the door at really particular times, that time pressure can lead to us feeling really stressed and I imagine that you found that those are some of the times where perhaps you've felt powerless or you felt overwhelmed and then perhaps you've gone into power over or it's been really really hard not to perhaps you've got reactive I was talking to a parent just recently and they were saying they lived in an apartment block and they don't have a garden and to so to go regularly to the park, which they wanted to do for their child, was quite a thing. And I, and I reminded them that this is a big thing. You know, if you look at any indigenous culture, if you look at mm, many indigenous cultures, if you watch documentaries and things like that, there's often this image, isn't there, of children that are they're playing around, they're playing in their environment and they're exploring freely. And really, if we think back to more uh, hunter-gatherer origins, that would have been what was happening. We would have all had a much, not to idealise this, these would have been hard times, but there would have been much more freedom in terms of time, much more freedom in terms of children just exploring their world and learning through observing what the adults around them did. It's a very, very different world, the one we live in. So I want to invite you, whenever you are experiencing stress, when you're feeling stretched, when you're feeling overwhelmed, to 
see if you can be really compassionate with yourself, particularly if you are picking up sticks and judging yourself for being overwhelmed or being reactive to notice and to think about the normalness and naturalness of that in this culture that is not set up in any way, shape or form for families. It's actually set up in a way that makes it really hard for families. The other thing I like to do, and you know, I have a bit of an idealistic vision. Idealistic? Well, I just have a vision that if you were to imagine right now that you actually used, I know most of us didn't grow up in these ways, so that in itself would be a big shift, but that you were used to living in community and that you had many, many people all living close by whom every day you would be doing things together like making food together or growing vegetables together or singing at night around the fire and at any time you could just chat you could, making baskets together and you could turn around and talk to the person next to you and share about what you're experiencing at any point in time if you were tired or you were sick there would be many other adults around to take care of your child or children that you would not be doing it all alone. Someone else in Joss and I's Aware Parenting and Natural Learning community last year said, we're doing the work of many people. We really aren't designed to be doing it like this. So I'm just really wanting to emphasize this in as many possible ways as I can that it is really normal, natural to feel stressed keep coming back to whether that's a feeling or not feeling stretched experiencing stress and of course if we think about the fight flight freeze response when we're experiencing stress we tend to go into that state don't we and it's very very hard to parent in a calm and relaxed way it's very hard to practice aware parenting when we're in that fight flight response So I'm going to be inviting you to be deeply compassionate with yourself. Again, I invite you to reflect back on your parenting journey. Can, can you remember that some of your most challenging parenting times where perhaps you were most reactive and least able to be present and calm and your children are doing things that, you, that you're not able necessarily to be able to really respond with I hear you, sweetheart. That was really hard to do. And do you notice that those are times where there were big stresses happening? I certainly can recall that myself. If I reflect back, I certainly know that some of my most painful parenting moments were at Singapore Airport, for example. We used to fly back and forth when they were little to England each year. And that combination of the overwhelm of airports and lack of sleep and all the feelings of everybody and then the feelings of leaving home and, and going back to to my original home. I had some really painful moments there. Some of my other really painful times were in our homeschooling journey when we had registration coming up, just particularly in those early years, and all my school trauma would show up in relation to getting things done and having all the things that were required and that was really tough for me too and and certainly one of the hardest was when the father of my children and I separated and all the feelings of everybody and I've shared often on this podcast about that again that was really really hard for me and 
it was quite a pivotal turning point in my journeys aware parenting instructor because before that I had had so many years of therapy before becoming a mother I'd really prepared myself I had this long background in developmental psychology so I'd been looking from the perspective of the baby and the child I had a lot of listening Uh, I expressed a lot of feelings so when I came into parenting into mothering I I had a pretty full cup in terms of my needs met and a pretty empty cup in terms of lots of big feelings. So that was relatively easy for me. And over the years, and particularly after this separation point, it was exactly the opposite. And in those early years, as I was saying, in terms of being an aware parenting structure, it was, it's, sometimes if people were, their child was hitting other children and I would offer the I knew all the things to suggest, but it really wasn't until after I experienced the the challenges that came for for us all after the separation. And I knew how hard it was. And actually, so many times I wasn't able to offer loving limits. My son, who had been the most present (laughs) child I'd just about ever seen, started hitting and headbutting. And I did as much as I possibly could, but I had so many big feelings myself. There were many times I didn't step in and stop him with loving limits. There were many times I went into my own feelings and I felt frustrated and overwhelmed and powerless. And I knew all the things of how to do, but in that moment, I wasn't able to do it. And that really helped me so much to just have absolute unconditional love for any parent and whatever they're going through and however they're responding because I just completely understood how extremely hard parenting can be when we're going through those kinds of times in our lives. So I want to say to you, lovely, if you are going through a really big hard time at the moment and there's a lot of stress from whatever way that can be, and that can be economic stress, it can be family stress, it can be there's lots going on in the world in terms of wars and challenges you might have just separated or even some while ago and still feeling the after effects of that there's so many multitude of reasons health reasons that we can experience a lot of stress and if you are I am sending you so much love and what when I reflect back on that time the main regret I have now is that I didn't reach out for more support And what I know now is that at times like that, and the difference for me now is when I go through challenging times, which I have done as well recently, is the difference is now I have a lot of people that I reach out to and talk to and cry with and share with. And that makes all the difference in the world. So my invitation to you is if you are experiencing a lot of stress is to come there's a couple of free facebook groups so it's the the main free uh, where parenting facebook group and there's also the it's called the listening partners you may notice i don't use that term but there's a listening partners um, group that was set up by carolina valencia coleman who's an aware parenting instructor here in australia and that's where you can go and find uh, what I call an empathy buddy. And I recommend nowadays multiple empathy buddies. And look, the birds have come inside to sing. <laughs> I think they're agreeing with me. It's really, really important. 
to reach out for support at these times. And the reason I suggest having multiple empathy buddies is that at certain times, one of your empathy buddies might also be going through something hard. They might need not a lot of listening or they might be really busy or there might be particular things that you're going through that that it's particularly relevant to share with one empathy buddy and not another. So just getting more support makes a huge amount of difference. I find it really, really interesting that all the birds, so I have uh, wild welcome swallows nesting in my house and they've all, just so many of them have suddenly come in and are singing really loudly. They're really saying, yep, we agree. <laughs> so that's a big invitation. Are you willing to do that? Do you feel called to do that? You might have friends or you might have a partner who you, who you feel comfortable to share with. It's so, so important to get emotional support, to get our feelings heard. And the other thing is to, to do other things as well. There might be other things that you find that really support you to feel calmer and more relaxed in your body. So for some people that's exercise or it might be Things like yoga or dancing, and particularly if the sharing that you're doing isn't big. You know, there's that when we're really getting to express big feelings, like particularly if we're overwhelmed, to get to actually cry, but to be actually crying with tears and like those big, those big expressions of feelings. Of course, only if we feel that emotional safety, whether that's internally or externally. But if we're not getting to do that and it's more talking, which is so important too, can also be really important to support our bodies to be moving because we've often talked in this podcast before the way that children move out and babies as well move out of the fight flight response is through this beautiful natural process we're all born with of crying and raging and laughing and play and also movement physical movement particularly the crying and raging that comes with physical movement. It isn't just like, um, it isn't just like the gentle crying that sometimes we do as, as adults. And of course, any kind of expression, as long as you really feel safe and you are experiencing support, is going to be helpful. And for each of us, we're going to have our own ways as well to support us to feel really calm. That might be listening to music. It might be listening to these birdies who <laughs> really literally haven't been in for weeks and weeks. It might be other ways that you can do to, other things you can do to support yourself coming back to feeling calm and feeling relaxed. So I'm going to be really inviting you now to listen into yourself. What do you sense that you really need? Do you need some listening time? Are you desperate to be sharing about how st much stress there is in your life? Do you want to be doing some things like uh, dancing or cycling, something that's really supporting you to feel connected with and present in your body? That can be a, an important part of the process. What other things you might want to do? Now, the other thing can be doing whatever we can to also reduce our stress levels. So that might be noticing all the things that we are saying yes to and maybe 
thinking, oh, maybe I don't have a yes for that. Maybe there are things that you can actually stop doing for now. Maybe if you are coercing yourself to make sure the house is really tidy, could you just let that go for a little bit? I know for me, one of the things I did uh, is just to really simplify making food and meals and just really, really make that as easy as possible and not to make elaborate meals, but just to do really simple things that basically would take the least amount of time and require the least amount of washing up. Just anything that you can drop that really isn't necessarily that that particularly anything that is uh, leading you to feel stressed. Are you willing to stop doing some of those things or all of those things? Are there situations that you're putting yourself in that actually you could step out of? So, and again, if you think about aware parenting and the, the beautiful three core parts of aware parenting. So the first one being attachment style parenting, the second one being non-punitive discipline and the third one being both the prevention of stress and trauma wherever possible but also when it does happen to really work with those natural healing processes that I have already shared about so notice that it's the prevention of stress and trauma wherever possible and that's the same for us too if we can reduce prevent the stressful things we're experiencing can be really really helpful and then sometimes that really requires us to make big decisions and sometimes when we're really stressed that's the time where we make those decisions to we say, actually, I'm not willing to do this anymore. And that might be anything from actually moving out of the city, perhaps, to a more quiet place or stopping a job that you're doing that's really stressful and having found one that is less stressful or various things that we might make big decisions about because we are just not willing to be putting ourselves in that position anymore. And again, I really want to acknowledge that living in the DDC, there are many times where it seems almost impossible to reduce those stress levels and to just have deep compassion with ourselves for all the times when that does seem impossible. And also, I want to remind you that you are powerful. There are going to be times and there are going to be things that you can do to reduce the amount of stress in your life. Little things like taking, not taking, but, you know, five minutes pause here and there, putting a song on and dancing around the kitchen, finding more joy in life. <laughs> the little bird, the little bird, I invited it to go away for a little while and it's come back again. Singing, doing things that are joyful. Are you willing to do some things that bring you joy? And again, when we're really stressed, we can be the last thing that we're thinking of. And often, isn't it, that's the way where we might start dropping things that actually really care for our bodies. You might start dropping the healthy things that you're eating and, and just have more food that isn't so healthy. Or you might start dropping your exercise that you are doing. And again, lots of love and compassion if you are doing that. And if there's anything you can do to support yourself to go, no, I am actually going to have that green smoothie today. Or I am actually going to go and lie in the sun or in front of the fire, or in the bath for 10 minutes. The little things that we can do that can, when that, that spiral's going down and down and down into more stress, that we can actually stop it and turn it back around. And it may be slow sometimes, but we can start moving it in the other direction towards 
less stressful experiences and more support to actually support us in releasing the stress from our bodies. So I am sending you so much love. The birds are clearly sending you so much love too. <laughs> and just thank you so much for being here. It's, it's going to be a bit of a transition time at the moment as the podcast finds its new legs. There's the puppy barking, the dogs. <laughs> the dogs are here. The birds are here. I'm just sending you so much love. If you are still here and you are still listening, thank you for supporting the podcast. And I so appreciate you and your presence. I'm sending you so much love and and if you are wanting support in your aware parenting journey at the moment I have a few different things on offer. I have a half price sale on my Making Friends with Children's Feelings course and that's all about really understanding expression, repression and aggression and the kinds of things that you can do to support your child if they are repressing their feelings or they are in aggression, helping them move to expression and things that you can do to support yourself to be able to really do that, basically. My Aware Parenting with Marion course has just started a live round. But the doors are still open if you wanted to join that. And this year's Aware Parenting Instructor Mentoring course has just started. But doors are also open for that. And I do still have, at the moment, some one-to-one mentoring places as well, so... You'll find all those on my website or just send me a message on social media. Thank you again, lovelies. What's next? <laughs> the next is the sleep series. So I'm going to be doing a series of conversations with various aware parenting instructors about sleep. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I look forward to talking to you next time. So much love to you.